Hello and welcome everyone to today's news tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined today by my good friends and GVG co-founders Ash Paulson and Steve Bowling, as well as our very special guest today, Creepy Elliot. You might you might know him. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 How's well, it going, this Elliot? Is, this is, it's good. Going, I'm really glad to be here. Like You brought Sabrina in like... What was it like? Two months ago? Was it something like that? It's been, it was a while ago. It's like, it oh, was a while ago. But like in bang bang back pockets, like all right, when do we bring out Elliot? <laughs> it's almost ready. And now you got the dart. You got the dartboard. Who could we get? Oh, him! Perfect. Perfect. Grab him. Take him. <laughs> Make him a shirt. Actually, speaking of shirts, real quick, just to begin, I got my version of the Good Vibes Gaming oh. shirt uh, with the logo moved up from uh, Steve's. Handsome yes. fucking shirt. It looks yeah. really good. I will be finally ordering mine tonight. I finally have a have a corporate debit card that works. It's been a thing. It's been a nightmare <laughs> trying to get one that actually works, but I have one now. So I'm going to be ordering mine. I'm going to check it out, and then we can move forward on the merch front. So we're getting closer, yes. everybody. And Feel- uh, yeah, uh, the cloth material feels pretty good. I got to say, uh, we'll nice. see how it feels all all night. Uh, the only thing I've noticed is that it's a bit bit tight. For uh, I went large since I've lost some weight, and uh, that's been my size typically for new shirts. Uh, it's a bit tight <laughs> on the chest a bit here, but it's maybe it'll loosen up as I wear it uh, throughout the throughout the show. Who who knows? But there we go. Yeah, they're they're kind of like nice. uh, if you're familiar with the athletic fit kind of shirts, they they do run a little bit tighter. So when when we make these available, probably take whatever. If you like a baggier shirt, size yourself one up is what I'd say. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Ah. Makes sense. <laughs> I like this Jake Pelka. Free stimmy money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. been waiting Spend for. all We've your stimulus waiting. on us. <laughs> okay. and, and Eduardo Wait. Tena says, I need a shake that ass shirt. You know what? That that can still happen. That can be on, I've, on the docket. I've got a few designs in mind. I just uh, haven't had time to work on them. I want the... Uh, <laughs> chicken review shirt one of our one of our patrons that i need to talk to made a made a wonderful nightmare inducing photoshop of my face over colonel sanders that i would love to use on the shirt (laughs) Um, nice shake that ash rock paulson would be a great shirt that sounds cool the cardboard car which i'm pretty sure we could get away with has to be a shirt (laughs) i I think i wonder if we could get away with rock paulson I yeah, think what could Rob be a, Paulson, what, yeah. what could be a good shirt is a Photoshop of Steve just like in front of his computer, but his name is Steve, so he's a Minecraft character. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. There you go. Can, get can that even, get that Minecraft money. That's that's the idea. <laughs> can we even get away with Rock Paulson? Because it's literally just Mega Man Smash Ultimate render with my face horrifying I mean, slapped it, on the top. The of usual it. thing you do is just adapted enough so it's not exactly sure. that. It's yeah, you know, we would, we would a have bit more to, stylized. Uh, we would have to commission an artist to actually make a rock pulsing image and then we'd right. put that on a shirt. But right, yeah, right. we could get away with it as long as it's not like an actual Capcom art piece with your face on it. Yeah. Right. right. But that would be tempting. <laughs> it would be. I mean, I love the way it, it, it exists in our, in our discord server. Now it's, it's certainly, it's certainly interesting. My, my wife, when she saw it was like, that's, interesting and i'm like i think that's a good thing interesting i can't is it good interesting or bad interesting yeah, she, there's, there's a lot of ways that could go <laughs> she's like I, oh, no, uh, it's bad oh it's, <laughs> it's, it's bad um i i wouldn't mind uh once i get it's been a process but once i get my show uh going um i honestly think the uh, logo for that 
is pretty clean. <laughs> and that yeah. might make it like, you want a classier shirt. That there might not go. be a bad idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. get, get it on Those, a, Patrons have actually seen it, so. A blazer. (laughs) The the RP Gems tuxedo. Hmm. Looking good. Anyway, (laughs) speaking of uh, uh, merch and sales and all that, I I guess, um, we are, of course, sponsored tonight by The Game Orb. And as always, Game Orb is a fledgling channel focused mostly on Nintendo content. It's currently running Let's Plays of Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Splatoon 2, Smash Ultimate, Super Mario 35, and more. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Orb at the link in the description. And we're inching ever closer to that 200 subscribers goal that we have, I personally have, um, (laughs) which is only about 24 away the last I looked. So we're getting there. Hell we're getting yeah. making good progress and just continue to show them the GV gang support. They also uh, want to promote their friend's YouTube channel again, Galactic Reaper. And we'll have a link to their to their YouTube channel as well in the description. So check them both out. And again, thank you both so much for the uh, sponsorship and for supporting us over at Good Vibes Gaming. So with Indeed. that said, what do you guys say we jump into the news? See what happened over the weekend. Right. Like before news. we do, oh, before we do, really quick, I just want to extend a warm welcome to Mikey J, who says first time tuning into TNT Live. Oh, nice! So stoked to see your channel growing. Been a big fan since the GX days. Thank you oh, so awesome. much for your support, Mikey <laughs> yeah, J, and we you. hope to see you and our live audience for many episodes to come. I think we have one other newcomer that's in here as well. I, I, they were talking earlier before the show began, but I can't find their uh, name now. Kotar Peck, maybe? No, I think I think I've seen that before. I'm oh, pretty sure um, I've seen Kotar. Yeah. All right. I think it was our new EP, honestly. Oh. Um, yeah. There is yeah. a new well, that, member of the EP squad. If so, Ooh. that would be Wheezy Penguin, if Wheezy Penguin Yes, I believe that's it. I believe it's okay. Wheezy Penguin. Yeah. Nice. So thank you for that. But let's go ahead and dive into the news. And uh, yeah. First up, let's bring that up. It looks like Crash 4 on the Switch may not actually receive a physical release in Europe. It's only going to be digital for some reason. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's very weird. It's only for Europe, it seems. And they, um, uh, Nintendo Life, who reported on the story, uh, reached out to Activision, and they shared a statement on March 12th. Uh, and they're saying, they said, we are pleased to celebrate a digital only launch of Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. In, uh, it's about time in EMEA today. And that's about it. Uh, Nintendo Life says the publish, uh, as you can see, the physical version of the game hasn't been ruled out for Europe, but the publisher's decision to avoid answering our questions about its whereabouts is a little worrying. So I guess it's not an impossibility, but it definitely seems like not a priority. Which is a little weird, considering, from what I understand, Crash is really popular in Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, I was about to ask. To, uh, if, yeah, EMEA, which is which is a weird. I, I don't know if people commonly understand that acronym. That's Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. And oh. uh, Activision isn't the only company that does that. I had to learn that abbreviation when I worked for Apple because they group the that region together as well. And mm-hmm. I remember just having to tap someone on the shoulder and be like, "What the hell is EMEA? <laughs> yeah, what, am I supposed to know what that means?" What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, it, it seems bizarre to me because Crash, like you said, is very popular, um, especially in Europe. So it kind of is bizarre that they'd go the digital only route for for this game. I mean, 
maybe maybe there's just something at play that I don't understand. But I mean, if if we're getting it here in in the states, it usually usually you see parity with those types of things. A physical release mm-hmm. in the states will at least equate to one in Europe. It's very rare these days that a game that is physical in America is not physical in Europe. So I wonder what yeah. kind of a uh, business logic factored into that decision because i i can't think of a reason off the top of my head that it would make sense uh but it does seem like uh activision is intentionally sidestepping the question and and, uh which which kind of speaks to probably that they don't intend to ever do it now i do wonder though i wonder if maybe somehow some some outfit like a limited run or special reserve got an exclusive contract to produce a physical version that'll come out later. But just so that for makes that no reason. sense to me, because this is Activision. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's not as though they, this is a small-time, you know, like, indie game that needs the extra push. This is Crash Bandicoot 4. And especially if Crash is that popular in Europe, I don't, I don't understand why they do this. And I feel like this sure. isn't something we hear about that often anymore with but you could, you could argue one that region, not... Scott Pilgrim didn't need it, and Limited Run got that. Well, um, that's because of that's just because of how popular yeah. Scott Pilgrim is. Well, yeah, but I'm right. saying Ubisoft could have published it their own. They don't need help. <laughs> I mean, they could have they could have put out physical cards without. But, well, they, even then, they didn't, the even, that... they didn't. They didn't need to go to Ubisoft for it. You know, it's like it was already. It was, they had to go to Universal for that part. That that's a whole other right. thing in itself, though. Well, and I get the, the sense that Ubisoft never really wanted to do. Scott to re-release Scott Pilgrim. I don't get the sense they really believed in it all that much. I mean, you can tell that they that you know the online it, it was patched and it was better now. But I just I get the sense that that was kind of something they had to be goaded into doing. Oh, and for, yeah, I'm sorry if I can interrupt real quick. I just want to no, mention because Trite Hexagon was trying to get noticed by us and he's leaving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so, have a good I'm night, Trite Hexagon. I recognize it's really late for you. Have a great night. We we do see you. I promise. Yes, we promise. We <laughs> I mean, see so you. I'm excited to say goodbye in the chat itself. So at least yes. for, for that. Yeah. And um, thank you for I'm, joining us seeing, as always. I am seeing a lot of people mention that Crash Four is rumored to have not sold great, um, and Europe isn't the, as Aududo says. Europe isn't the strong uh, Switch's strongest region, and the carts are expensive. So it might have just been a budgetary thing. It's like, well, didn't yeah. do great the first time, so we'll just stick with digital. Um I don't know, yeah. I, I I don't quite understand it myself. What do you what are your feelings on this, Elliot? Like, I don't I couldn't understand if they were to say like, oh if it didn't if it doesn't sell that well like initially and they do a port, alright, let's just make it let's just make it digital and see how it goes from there. So if they if they do a physical release later, then I guess that can be the reason. Like, this isn't the first time I heard about this. Um, mm-hmm. Doom Eternal, uh, when it got its Switch release, is digital only. You're but right. hmm. but they did say that like a physical version isn't happening yet. Like okay. that, th- they were really transparent mm-hmm. with that. But with Activision, tra- Activision. It, Transparency is foreign to Activision. Let's be let's be honest on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Eduardo Tena in the chat says Liam Robertson has been reporting on the supposed can plans for Crash because Four underperformed. So maybe there is you know where where there's smoke there's fire. Maybe Crash Four has indeed underperformed. Um, I don't know. I, I never thought I'd be able to relate Crash Bandicoot to something Mega Man related, but this does remind me of Mega Man often getting uh, digital only releases in Europe specifically because Mega Man has historically been un- less popular, underperformed in Europe. So 
Uh, it, it's been, you know, the case that Mega Man fans in Europe have been underserved with physical copies as well. But if Crash is more popular in Europe than Mega Man ever was, we come back to the same question. Why? Like, that is... I really... I am will I am willing to go with the budgetary reason, but I'm also willing mm-hmm. to go with the let's see how this goes reason. It for for me yeah. I think is I think it's between those two. Mm. I mean, it, it could also just come down to, and I don't know how these sales figures work out, especially because digital sales figures are really hard to come by. But it could have just been, you know, maybe with COVID and everything going on, the market has been leaning much more heavily digital, and they're like, well, people will buy it anyway. So we're, that we're yeah, that this way definitely yeah. because of definitely because of quarantine, digital sales have been going up because people don't want to go out. So that that's yeah. that's pretty up there, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's a shame, but uh, hey, if any of y'all friends in Europe need help importing a game, <laughs> I can help you with that. I know, I know a <laughs> yeah. lot of ways to do that. Thank, thankfully, there's like you can it's still import it and replay it just fine. So if you really want that box, it, there, there's options. There's options. Oh yeah, and, there's plenty. Right. I don't know if it's in. I, I know Australia has a god awful like huge rating symbol that takes up a huge amount of the box. I'm not sure what it's like <laughs> in Europe, to be honest. I think I've seen some Europe one, European ones having some issues. <laughs> like it's 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 either like. <clears throat> you either get Peggy in the rectangle, or you get like a you get like, or you get like the the triangle that's green or yes. whatever. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, Wasn't there one that was like like it had the switch symbol at the top, and then just a solid bar of like this 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 does not have the full game, and you have to download something, and uh, <laughs> it's God. just so ugly. I, I don't uh, like those. <laughs> no, Tetris ninety nine did it, and it hurt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on from Crash and jump into Smash. So let's bring in our nice. next. I it just kind of worked. That was, that was an expert that level segue. That was a that well, was nice. So uh, Sakurai has, of course, his uh, what is it monthly Famitsu column, and right. yeah, of course Weekly. by this for this one, we got a new character. Makes sense. He has a new uh, article talking about it, and this one he sort of spoke about the thought process behind Pyra and Mithra in Smash as far as the fact that Rex was not playable because they he, they did try to make Rex playable uh, alongside her uh, or aside them uh, when they first started doing it. It's just impossible. It couldn't do it, make it work. As he said, very much in the presentation itself. There's just too much detail there. He also looked into um, uh, doing it as Rex in the or Pyra and Mithra in the background uh, like Pokemon Trainer feeding into Rex like in the games. But again, it's just like they felt like it lost something. It wasn't exactly clear which one it was. And then they came up with the idea of having Pyra and Mithra just on their own out front. It's like, you know what? It doesn't quite work in terms of the game, but it's m- more fun and unique. And that and that's one of their goals with the DLC is they want to try to make each. It's not just to have, fill a slot. He wants to have, bring a unique right. sense of fighter to yeah. each new character. Which yeah. I appreciate. I think that's a cool idea. Like, even if you're not a fan of the character, there's something new going on here that you might click with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the more I play as them and, and you know, kind of get used to the way they play, I think Sakurai and his team made the absolute right decision here. They are so fun to play. And I just think that they are so much more interesting than Rex on his own would have been. Or even Rex and Pyra. I love the swap mechanic. They are so fun to use. 
And uh, something that, that stood out to me uh, in the interview, I've been kind of re- reading through it, is that uh, Sakurai says, and I quote, when we learned we would be uh, developing a character from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So that kind of goes back into supporting the idea that for this Fighter's Pass, Sakurai isn't just picking them. Nintendo oh, I mean, is, is you know, and we know that, of course, but it's just interesting to see that language kind of specifically supporting that notion that it does seem as though Nintendo is the one kind of giving the directives and saying, okay, this is the character. We, we, we want a Xenoblade Chronicles 2 character. You can decide who it is, but that's what we want to do. So I just noticed mm-hmm. that language specifically kind of supporting the notion that Sakurai isn't just picking these on his own. Yeah, I, I mean, he said as much, I think, when they announced Fighters Pass 2, right? He they said, did. this time, he Nintendo's did, yeah. picked the characters. Um, yeah. Because he, he wanted people to... <laughs> the poor man wanted people to leave him alone on Twitter. He's like, please don't <laughs> right? request It's already been decided. Don't yeah. bug me. It's, it's, it is what I, it is. <laughs> I feel so bad that he has to say that, like, in an actual official sanctioned video. I that, know. that should only have to be a tweet, for real. But it's so- Sakurai, Sakurai needs, like, five vacations and, and like, three cruises. I know, right? <laughs> You're going to torture the man by putting him on a cruise? That's, 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 that's cruel, <laughs> Elliot. That's cruel. <laughs> how, how are you feeling about Pyron Mithra? Because I know you're not, uh, I don't know if you've played two. I know Sabrina has, but I don't think you have. Yeah, Sabrina's the Xenoblade fan on this one. But uh, when I when I heard that Pyron Mithra went in, I'm like, all right, some for the Xenoblade fans. And, you know, we got, we got, we got new sword fighters. That's cool. And then the gameplay started coming up. I, I absolutely love them in the game. Like, mm-hmm. like you get like you get like Mithra to you you know deal some damage. You know, get the get the speed, get the get the percentage up, and then you get Pyra who could do like just like really heavy attacks. As like there's there's good diversity, and there's a lot of like strategy that you can do with both of them. So like I'm not a fan of Xenoblade Chronicles myself because I'm not an RPG guy, but uh, Pyra and Mithra top notch. They were really good. Yeah, they're yeah. Really, they're really a lot of fun. Yeah, I think uh, I think Ash, going back to what you were saying, I don't think that there was a better way to implement Pyra and Mithra than what Sakurai pulled off here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think that he would have had to substantially like build new tech into the game just to support like them hanging out in the background, which would have been a waste. Because I think. Uh, I think everybody can probably universally agree that Pyra and Mithra are infinitely more interesting than Rex as characters. I mean, I like <laughs> Rex, but yes. yes yeah, exactly. I'm not saying Rex is a bad character, but I'm saying right. compar- comparatively, he is very uninteresting. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't think anybody was like, man, I want to play as the driver of the blades. Like, you know. <laughs> and just give so me the blade. I, yeah, exactly. And, and I think just the... The fact that they do have subtly different move sets and, and the way you can switch between them and they have different movement properties, it is, uh, they're, like I said, and it remains true, they're my favorite character in Smash now. And by a wide margin, too. They're just, even even if I uh, am not super great at any <laughs> at Smash <laughs> at all, um, they are actually one of the more, one of the most fun characters on the roster for me still. Yeah, right. definitely. No, they're, they're so fun. Um, I, I did notice the end of this interview. Now, of course, this is all up to the translation, so keep that in mind. But I, I, I know I'm reading too much into this. I know I am. But it, it says exactly this. That leaves with only two more characters to go in Fighter's Pass Volume 2. 
So you're saying there's a chance is what I'm is what I'm getting is that <laughs> not two no, characters I'm, to I'm go saying, two I'm characters to go in Flash Pass Volume Two. <laughs> I am desperate. I I fully admit yeah, it. I'm like. But, I mean, if he would have just said, he, uh, yeah, he, this is just he, the way it is. I mean, I'm just saying, he specifically said, in Fighters Pass Volume 2, I'm just saying, so you're saying there's a chance. I know that that's not what that means, but I, I think it's more I'm, like, I'm grasping let's name straws drop this here, thing. Man. I know, Jenny I'm, G I'm in the chat says, Ash, the dream is dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not a fully I, dead I, I yet. It's, it's like 95% dead. It's not fully dead yet. <laughs> I, I, I'd I request some quick context on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, I just Ash hope our been... last... Oh, so, yeah. I, I just keep hoping there's going to be a Fighter's Pass Volume 3. I basically... I love Smash, and I want Sakurai to take a rest, and he can do that, but when I just wish we could get a Fighter's Pass Volume 3 and just keep going and going after he takes his vacation. <laughs> I never want this hype train to end. Ever, ever. I want to see the roster get to 100 slots. Oh, I just God. I don't want it to end. I can't help it. I just love Smash so much, but... You know, I also know that it has to end at some point. I just hope our last character is an anime Sorad fighter. I just thought of that. Before. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> like, wow. Look, look. I'll be here all night, everybody. Look, Pipe Dream, Doom Slayer. No, I know it's probably not going to happen, but that's, that's, just my, that's just my fantasy, you know? Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I'd be down for Doom Slayer. I think it's a little... I don't know if it's tougher or easier now that uh, Bethesda's owned by Microsoft. It might be a little easier, but um, yeah, no, it actually might be a little easier because like you I only mean, gotta go through you gotta go through one channel essentially. Well, and, I mean, Microsoft and Nintendo are already in bed together, so it's certainly <laughs> I don't think it's a I don't think it's gonna stop it. If it wasn't gonna happen, it already wasn't gonna happen. I don't think Microsoft buying uh, Bethesda is what would not make I, it happen. As Classy Mudkip points out, Volpoy Me costume is already in there. So good point. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good point. Which I still love that me costume. I'm gonna be yeah. that person and say it. It'd be it'd be cool if we get it'd be cool if we could at least get a Doom Slayer me costume. I think I'd yeah, I, I, I'll be happy with a me costume. I'll be completely <laughs> fine with that. If we can't get the full character, fine. Me costume better than nothing. Yeah, yeah. yep. Not I a lot of people know, agree with that th- sentiment. <laughs> I, have, I have I have the Travis touchdown me costume, and it's just a heartbreaking reminder for me. <laughs> yeah, Wait. I mean, I will admit I would be. Pretty damn sad if we got a Sora Me Fighter costume. I, I think I'd rather just not have him at all. If, I, I, I want him as a, as a full character or not at all. Having him as a Me Fighter costume would feel like a knife being twisted every time what if, I saw. What if they put Sora in as a Me Fighter costume and then just added Goofy to make you feel really bad? Oh, that, I mean, I'd be down you know, for Goofy and Smash. Right. I'd be down for Goofy and Smash. Yeah, I'm actually. I, damn I, it! I, You're honestly, so optimistic. <laughs> the funny thing is Donald and Goofy are canonically really powerful like yeah. uh, Donald's one of only three Final Fantasy characters the other two which are, are super bosses that can use Zeta Flare like, <laughs> right. which is what is that a million times or a hundred thousand times stronger than normal Flare it's ridiculous I, it's yeah actually <laughs> super powerful yeah. better yet I, I just we, we would get, love we get, to we, see the expression on people's faces when when Sora was like in the trailer, but not the character that was being announced. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, what were we saying, Elliot? You, you say we get Goofy in as a fighter, assist trophy. We get Donald, who does all the spells, and he just heals you multiple times when you there hit, you even when you're at zero. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. I love uh, it. Mikey J is speaking my language. Chorus kids from Rhythm Heaven, playable Smash Fighter. Please, you are speaking my language, man. I would be mm. so hyped for that. 
I'm, I'm still going to hold out hope as long as we have one open slot that somehow Travis Touchdown still gets in. He's, it's not going to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> but See, now I'm going to be the one, Steve. The dream is dead. The dream, Steve, if you're a oh, fighter yeah. costume, man, the dream is dead. I'm sorry. But they gave like, him Joy-Con on his hand. He is arguably I mean, the most true. Nintendo character in Nintendo history now. <laughs> <laughs> but Jenny had- G saying, um, uh, headcanon, Duck Hunt is just Donald and Goofy in their disguises for this universe. Oh, I love it. I love it. I <laughs> hate so it. so good. I hate that, that so much. If, if Disney ever, you know, if Sora got in Smash and somehow Disney had allowed there to be actual Disney spirits, that would have to be their spirit battle, right? Like Donald and Goofy. It would have to be represented by Duck Hunt. It would. Have oh yeah, to be. of course. And yeah. then we, and then we get, uh, King, we get King Mickey as Pikachu. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful! I, like it. I love it. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. He even given the wizard hat as like as, as, as like sorcerer Mickey <laughs> <laughs> or sorcerer's apprentice Mickey. That, that actually that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Speaking of, I, I just remembered uh, talking about King Mickey reminds me. I have to finish. I started watching, but didn't finish the latest Death Battle, uh, which is Yoda versus King Mickey. And oh, yeah, I, I, I have to, that. I have to Wait, see how what? that goes. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, the latest, about the latest death battle by Screw Attack is Yoda versus King Mickey, King and Mickey I, I didn't has get to, to take that. I'm, I'm I hope he does. I'm going to I'm, have to give it to King Mickey. Mickey. I'm on Team Mickey for sure. So we'll see what happens. Please, chat, don't spoil it. I haven't finished watching it, so don't. If you have watched it, please don't say who wins. I I don't watch <laughs> death battles, but I I think Yoda has this one. I'm being I'm being honest. I'm being honest. It's a good matchup. I mean, it, it's yeah. a good matchup for sure. It's weird, but it actually fits. It does. In a weird way, it fits. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just waiting for the death battle at the end of the month. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> <laughs> humble, humble JoJo. We have the Minecraft trailer up to the point that Mario enters the darkness. Ash celebrates Sora coming to Smash. Out of the darkness, we hear Goofy puts his heart on the line. Can you imagine? Can you? Imagine? I'm pretty sure you gave a banjo a banjo a guha for. For Goofy, oh, I don't know why I did that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I can't. Be. I can't really do Goofy. Yeah. Garsh is more like yeah, it. Gorsh. Gorsh. Yeah, you're right. It was more banjo. All right. Well, speaking of things Ash loves, let's go ahead and move oh, on to yeah. the next topic. Oh yeah, the Rockman Corner has released uh, five obscure uh, Mega Man manga. That have been newly scanned and translated. These include the Rockman X Encyclopedia manga, the Rockman ZXA New Extra Chapter, the Rockman Saga of the Moo Continent, the Rockman Gigamix Setai, and Rockman Saga of the Planet Voldos. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, th- these are just um, just some extra stories that just got discovered, translated, and there you go. They're they're out there now. It's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, and and to be uh, to be clear, just so we properly credit people, Proto Dude's Rockman Corner reported on this, but apparently Rockman Tanjo's Digi is the one who actually translated and released these. Okay, um, I'm not familiar with right. <laughs> I'm not familiar with any of these except for the Rockman ZX Advent manga. Uh, because I was the one who who uh, localized or did the editing for Udon's Western release of that, but I guess there's oh. an there's an extra chapter that its author released like in 2019, I think. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't seen that new chapter, and looks looks like I have a lot of reading material. I'm not familiar <laughs> with any of these mangas, but I always love seeing new obscure, you know, Mega Man mangas and and material translated. So yeah, this is cool. 
I, it definitely this, is. This story serves to remind me that I really want an update on those two Rockman manga. We've me too. I was thinking while. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really want the one where he's just a middle-aged adult. <laughs> I really want to know what the angle is on that. Yeah. I don't know if I've heard about these. What? We've, we've talked about it <laughs> we here talked about on it. TNT a couple times. Uh, there's, remind me, Ash. Or, well, remind everyone. What What are the yeah. premise for those two? I'm trying to remember what it's called. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay, was this the go. one episode I was I'm not here for? Did you guys the... talked about this? No, no, I you do not here. remember this. Okay, so this is to this is reported on back in December last year, and this is also on Prototype Rockman Corner. But essentially, there are two new Rockman manga announced to commemorate the series' 33rd anniversary. The first one is Rockman, Ch- Rockman Chan is a humorous parody manga starring an innocent blue bomber as he carries out the whims of Dr. Light. Dr. Light's missions for our hero, however, are anything but a cakewalk. But the one you're talking about, Steve, is Rockman's son. It follows yes. the misadventures of a grown-up <laughs> Mega Man as he deals with, t- with the tumultuous demands of an adult world. Wait, I, I think I do remember this. so much. That looks, that sounds so good. It, it I really was. I, I imagine it, like, I know it won't be this way, but I just imagine Rockman being portrayed as, like, bad box art Mega Man, like, uh, old, oh unshaven, God. beat down by the world, <laughs> working I mean, a that, shitty nine-to-five. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm thinking we might actually see, even if it doesn't look like bad box art Mega Man. It sounds like it's going to be Mega Man grown up and dealing with uh, the shittiness of adulthood. I know we've <laughs> said this before, but how the heck does Mega Man grow up? He's a robot. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, techno- yeah, don't, don't think about it too much. Wait, te- te- hold on. Technology advances every day. There you oh, go. wait. You know what? Actually, Steve, there is a picture of both that I'm just going to uh, pl- post there on, on the news story here. I'm just going to post it in the chat so people can see. But there is a picture of what the, the of hell? Both Mega Man's covers. hot. <laughs> right? I know. Wait, so he's this? not going to be looking like Bad Box. Where are you Mega posting Man. this at, Ash? I posted okay, it in, there it in the live chat. Yeah. Mega Man grows up to be a thirst trap is what oh, happens. Jeez, no <laughs> kidding. Oh, right? man. I never thought wow. I'd say this, but I would I would do Mega Man. <laughs> dude. Let it be known. Oh, I'm Let Mega it be Man known that this, dude. He can Mega <laughs> Blast me anytime. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Me- or, Mega uh, Man's rocking some uh, light... Oh God, Doctor Light is—it was a trap all along. It's just Light Yagami. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually glad I wasn't the only one that saw that. I was thinking, like, isn't it Light Yagami? I, I'm kind of glad that you didn't say that you said Mega Blast and not Mega Bust because the more accurate you get with that, the worse it gets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it was Mega Bust. Damn it. Uh huh. That's even worse though. And what? I just want to let it be known that Steve was the one who said this, not me. He's the one who said I would do Mega Trust Man. Me, it will be it will be forever uh, memorialized on Twitter that I said this. Right. Why? Why is Proto Man? What's with Proto Man's lips? I guess is my big question. Well, yeah, Proto Man's lips, and not just that, but what's it going on like with getting... Rush and Rockman Sean? Like Rush is a looks like a, Rush like is a real a Shiba Inu. Dog. Yeah, he's just a like Shiba Inu with, with a helmet, helmet. And like uh, an arm and like the arm socket thing. What is it, going it, on there? It, it is cute though. I will admit that it's an easy cosplay if you're going to be Mega Man and you want Rush That's with true. you. That is true. Oh, I just noticed Roll is also holding Tango. Although for some reason Tango in this case is red as well and not green. But you know, whatever. I'm, I'm done with it. Also, <laughs> also Rush is is actually grown up too. That's true. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah. really want to read both of these though. These both look just look. This looks ridiculous. It's like, yeah, D- Doctor, how come these two could grow up but me? Uh, mm-hmm. That yeah, was make you a Bishojo <laughs> 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 or Bishoden. You'll, you'll get a figure. Here you go. <laughs> 
Mikey J just said uh, this podcast just went Peggy twenty one plus when you men- made your comment about Mega Man, Steve. <laughs> oh, <you know. laughs> Fancy. Sometimes he he, he he's just being honest. He's being honest. Yeah, it's true. It's like that it's sometimes. True. I mean, I I feel like every time we pull up a uh, piece of Japanese media, there's at least one really hot dude in it. It's really weird. I mean, <laughs> that Pokemon presents, and now this, mm-hmm. and then uh, who was it that posted? A picture of Junichi Masuda when he was working on the first Pokemon, and he was like ridiculously handsome. Somebody posted a picture of him recently. Oh, he had, really? Like, long, flowing hair. He was like the hottest dude in the universe. He apparently just hires people based on looks. That's what I'm saying. He's like, dude, oh, there you're you go. a good looking man. Come make me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too real. Etienne Ben says Mega Man files his taxes and waits for his bank to deposit his stimmy. Too real, man. Too real. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's he's waiting for that uh, that stimulus check too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, there's some new manga, new material to read. That's pretty cool. I've yeah. honestly never read any of the Megamon manga. I've only read the uh, Archie comics version. So, uh, yeah, so that would be kind of yeah. cool. Like I fell down the rabbit hole of seeing manga halls, manga shelves, and everything, and seeing this. Is is not helping me because it's like I want these like as actual like serialized releases now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, same. I would like, I, just I would buy we... these volumes just to have them. Like, yeah, that, yeah. It almost in a weird way makes me wish I was single because I would love <laughs> for someone to come over to my house and just see like this picture of hot rock man. <laughs> what what's that? Well, you know, it's just what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> No this is what I'm into. Oh my yeah, god! Just what I'm into. <laughs> his, um, his, his name is Rockman. Why? Why is he called Rockman? Because he, 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 you'll know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just read it. It's all in Japanese. How am I going to do that? Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Just look at the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> reminder that we are reminder that unless we're talking about Rockman Son, we are talking about a robot boy. So you know, <laughs> I believe hey, we're talking Rock about Rockman Son. Okay, yeah, okay, we are. Fair enough. It's, it's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, anyway, Drew Drew A asks Ash, "What is your favorite Mega Manga?" That would be the Mega Man Mega Mix and Gigamix series by Hitoshi Ariga, which I also did the English versions for for Udon. So definitely check those out if you like uh, dramatic Mega Man stories; they're great. Um, <laughs> and on a slightly related note, I just hope we find out what's going on with Mega Man soon. Like it's you know Mega Man Eleven came out in 2017 or 2018. I think it was 20, it's 2018. Um, and I've been saying that I truly believed X Nine was in development, and I still believe that. And I'm sure the pandemic has, has, you know, affected whatever they've got working or whatever they got brewing. But, man, it feels like it's been a little too long considering how successful Mega Man 11 was as a million sellers. So yeah. I just hope we find out soon what's going on. It's, I, yeah. I, I feel it's going to be a small while, honestly, because uh, with Capcom, they're very, like, they're very hit or miss with it. It's like, it's like all right, we got Mega Man 11. Now what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't think yeah. we'd make it this far. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh wow, Mega Man Eleven did good. Should we do X Nine? Well, yeah, I mean, nah, we can yeah, wait. It did over it, it and the collections. Uh, like a lot of them did over a million. And X Nine, people have been clamoring for and begging for for years now. So it just seems like this is the right time. But but the, the question still remains: What about Legends Three? <laughs> That too, I know. Yeah, another thing uh, I've learned to I, give I, up hope. I think that's, that dream really is dead, but I'm so happy. That's not going to happen. I'm going to be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about actual possibilities, which 
sure, let's use that as a segue. <laughs> Bring that up. So, a newly discovered Breath of the Wild uh, glitch uh, turns out it allows you to play the game in first person. Um, apparently, it's really simple to do. I don't really mess with uh, glitches too often, but Twitter user uh, a.xk underscore uh, originally discovered this, the glitch and it involves taking out the camera, holding an item in the menu, and canceling the item hold, and boom, it's done. So, wow. really wow. simple to do, and you can play the entire game. I guess in first person after that. So you're, that's you're literally well. you're literally playing Skyrim at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I just watched the video. It uh, is literally two seconds long. It doesn't seem that hard to do. It doesn't yeah, like at all. It doesn't at all. It's so interesting. It's like, I mean, I don't think I'd actually want to play the game like this, but it's it's cool that this glitch exists. Yeah. What? Hmm. I don't, I can show this like, it, 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 it is a cool glitch. I will admit that, but like at that point, you just might as well play regular Skyrim, like glitch, full of glitches and all. At that point, like <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it'd be kind of wild, like facing down a Lionel in first person and all that stuff. That oh, there's right. a lot of possibilities there. Plus, there was you know VR for the, if you have Labo VR, that could be pretty cool. I don't know if that'd be even more like vomit inducing with the. Uh, oh, man. That I don't know thing. if I could combine the two. It, it was so weird. Like, I don't I don't usually get sick with VR. I usually can handle it just fine. But something about playing Breath of the Wild, I suddenly understood whatever, what people who get sick in VR were talking mm-hmm. about. Because about five or six minutes in, I started getting very sick. And I had to stop. Oh. And it's just weird because no other VR game has hit me like that. Well, mm-hmm. so to be clear, Breath of the Wild. Or- well, VR has to run at about 90 FPS to, to make mm-hmm. most people feel good. Like oh, not, interesting. Not vomit-inducing. And no no exaggeration, zero hyperbole, Breath of the Wild VR runs at about <laughs> 15 FPS. Right. Mm. And so I, I'm with you. I, I have played a lot of VR, and 90 to 120 FPS is like the sweet spot, they say, where people will not get sick. Um, yeah, man maybe three minutes in breath of the wild vr and i want to puke like i feel yeah. it, it is just awful um yeah. I, I don't get how people can play it i should also clarify um with uh the, from jacob you in the chat saying you can't really play the game like this as most actions aren't allowed but you can at least walk around and check things out so oh yeah i was gonna to say it looks like weapons aren't usable which like it, would, it's would be mm-hmm. it's definitely a good starting point if like is like the best way I could say it. it's definitely a good starting point to like kind of go into something close, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, the one thing that I think about when I look at this is uh, landscape photography, like just taking pictures. Ooh. I mean, breath of the wild is stunning from an environmental perspective. Yeah. And you can get some real clean shots without link in the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I would, true. I Who needs the link? You, yeah. you could you could literally just screenshot it, put it into your SD card, put it onto your PC, boom, put your OC in there. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh God! Oh, oh God. man! Someone's gonna do it. <laughs> someone oh, probably someone probably already has done it. Let's be I was honest. Gonna say, I've seen mods where like Woody from Toy Story is playable <laughs> in Breath of the Wild, so I'm sure yeah. Shadow the Hedgehog has been in for a while. 
I mean, if if Kitty Kong can be playable in Shadow the Hedgehog, then Shadow the Hedgehog can be playable in Breath of the Wild. I think oh, yeah. is how and that works. Twilord is still working on that mod and has sent me updates. I, I'm going to need nice. to stream it at some point, but it, oh, yeah, it is equal parts impressive and terrifying. That's yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on and uh, get something kind of cool, actually. This is a, a, a real resurrection here with our next topic. So, Devotion is now available on the developer's own website after being removed from Good, uh, good, uh, good Old Games and Steam. Mainly because uh, they... The whole thing where they uh, compared it... I forget exactly the reference. Ellie, you're much more aware of Devotion than I am. But from my understanding, there's apparently a reference of the uh, good old friend, the Chinese... Leader, let's go with that. I yeah. forget the title. Exactly. Yeah, I forget too. Being compared honestly. to Winnie the Pooh, and of course, he hates that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So essentially, what happened is that there's a part in the game where you see all these pictures on the wall. Uh, the the picture of the Chinese leader wasn't meant to be in the final release. It was a, it was meant to be a placeholder for something else. The thing is, they forgot that, and then they caught wind, and. Then Steam and GOG caught got one of these like, all right, we gotta take this down. We don't want we don't want that smoke. We ain't trying to catch any smoke. <laughs> mm, right. But I have not played Devotion or Detention. I've wanted to play both of them when I heard about them, but then they were in, on Steam and I'm and it it made me the big sad. <laughs> but Red Candle Games, like having their own website and being able to fully release them, like again without it being on Steam and GOG, I'm very happy with that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually, now that I see this, I'm reminded of, of when this news kind of broke a couple of months ago when people were upset about how they handled devotion in terms of delisting it and kowtowing to the you know Chinese Communist Party. And yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, and I can see from a business sense why they felt like they had to do that, but I am glad that this game is, is getting a chance to be shown and played nonetheless because I'm, I'm watching the trailer right now. And this looks really cool. I have to yeah. say, I know nothing about it, but it looks really cool. It, it's definitely a game that like it, it's a really it's a really good creepy horror um, atmospheric game. Definitely, yeah. But like even even like looking at it, there is on both of them. There's like really deep narratives uh, with with these games, and it makes me happy. Honestly, I'm getting mm-hmm. definitely like Silent Hill occult horror vibes from this and that's like my favorite kind of horror so <laughs> this seems like something i'd really enjoy i have to say yeah so i i, I could finally play these games because like nice. all i've seen all i've seen were videos it made me sad that that like they were just gone but see and, seeing this this morning made me very happy nice. nice yeah and looking at it it looks like um you can get both both games devotion and what is it what was the original one i forget uh, uh detention uh, detention for about thirty bucks. Yep, it's not bad. So, not bad at all. Pretty yep. cool. Uh, it's it's nice to see them go around it. It's uh, also they said uh, on their in their Twitter from Red Candle Games that their future products will all be on eShop. I think they mean their own eShop, not yeah, Nintendo's right. eShop, in a DRM free format. So you get it, you pass it around, you're good to go. So nice, that, nice. That's pretty cool. I think that's a good way to. Reward devotion. <laughs> like it, it's a game. It's a it's a horror game. I think a lot of fans of of horror should play. I I think it's like it need it needs a lot more love. Honestly, mm-hmm. it seems like hopefully it. this helps. I think yeah, it will definitely. Yeah, 
I think I think probably the inclusion of that picture of Xi Jinping was probably one of the best things that could have happened to the game because I'd never heard of it before that. Right. And I, I guarantee, you know, that plus its removal, a lot of people will buy it on principle just because they're able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's nothing but good news in, in my opinion. I, I think it's silly to censor a game for the inclusion of a picture of a public figure. It's just right. stupid. Right. <laughs> oh, they're making fun of me. Get that out. On one hand, I mean, I like to think I'm not thin-skinned, but if I did have that kind of power, would I be? <laughs> if, if someone said, hey, Steve, you have the ability to remove anything you don't like from the internet, would I do I, I probably would do it. I'm, I'm going to be real. I, like, I'd, I I'd probably be like, this episode of Naruto sucks. Delete it from everything. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I think it would just depend on like how it was handled, I guess, like or the intent, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think that you know. It's, I, I think there's a people should understand the line between satire and and cruelty. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people yeah. get that. This. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they they, they do a very odd things. The whole Winnie the Pooh thing. Which why wouldn't you want to be compared to Winnie the Pooh? He's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, Wait, Steve. I mean. Not that it would be just the internet specifically, but if I had the power, I would totally wipe, like, the third birthday from existence. So I totally understand. I, you know, there are certain things I would wipe from existence had, had I the power to do so. You, you are you are not alone on the third birthday. Like, <laughs> I know. You're not alone. The, it's, I hate that game so much, man. I, <laughs> I, and that, that's well documented. I've talked about that, but God, I hate that game. Wait, <laughs> Parasite Eve 1 and 2? Good. We're good with that. Yeah. Third yeah. birthday? No. We we. You, you can take that out. <laughs> I, I have never seen. Uh, I have never seen a series just completely sabotage itself so thoroughly and savagely as <laughs> the third birthday did to Parasite Eve. Mm-hmm. Oh well. I'm still hoping for Parasite Eve remake in, this, in the vein of Resident Evil Two. That'd be amazing. Oh, oh man! I'm, like yeah. the thing. The thing with that, you also got to go to the author of the book as well, right? Yeah. It's it's it, uh, it. You have to go through so many avenues with with these kind of things. Like I never knew mm-hmm. Parasite Eve was based on a on a book until like mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, I, took, I forget how how long ago I realized that. I know, it'd be interesting to read the original book. Actually, I don't know if it's ever been translated. Probably has, but I, I wonder, don't. I don't think it has. Weird. I wonder if publishers now try to pursue just. Uh, rights in perpetuity for for licensed games now do they just say like hey for the purpose of this one game we want to have the license forever so we can republish this one game mm-hmm. is that a thing you can even do like i feel like that would be the best possible option if you were negotiating i don't know it'd be nice that, that's for sure but yeah uh, i don't know this is this is my long way of saying capcom if you're listening Please, please go talk to your friends at SNK and re-release Capcom versus <laughs> SNK two, or better yet, oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> there you go. Or, that, or that, that would be really cool to have a, a modern port of that game, like yes. with good rollback netcode, like proper online. That would be hype as hell, man. Or yeah, or, exactly. One of the best fighting games ever, and it's just yeah, rotting away is. on systems nobody plays anymore. Yeah. Or uh, Capcom versus Sasanoko. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah. I, I hear that one's really good as well. Like that yeah. one, that one definitely deserves it. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That thing being trapped on the Wii is, uh, is a travesty of justice. <sighs> it really is. <laughs> and as I always say when we talk about Capcom fighting games, please port rival schools in Project Justice. Please, please, please. I love those games so much. Ah. I don't Capcom know what you're talking about. It's very Sega like <laughs> with how they just ignore what their fans want in their back catalog of awesome stuff. They're like, oh, yeah. whatever. We'll, I, I would have we'll also, I would have went further and said Konami. Oh, yeah. well, I don't think Konami even remembers they have a back catalog at this point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, what's a they, Castlevania? I mean, they completely, like, they're completely, like, like downsizing their ga- their gaming section. So it's like. Yeah. Oh, Darkumi eighty seven. We have we have gone on record with how much we love Power Stone here at GVG oh, many times. So many good fighting such games. Such a damn like, great game. We haven't even mentioned Dark Stalkers, which hasn't gotten oh, love yeah. in how long. Uh, yeah. Right. It, it, it all after like that one Dark Dark Stalkers game came out. I think on the PS three. That was it. <laughs> yeah, and it was just a port. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. I bought that oh, because well. they were like, if you buy it, we'll probably make a new one. You didn't buy it enough, Steve. You failed. <laughs> I should have bought more copies. <laughs> Wait, oh, if, if, if this does well, we'll make another one. So that was a fucking lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that reminds uh, me of uh, of when Square Enix told people to buy Chrono Trigger DS to support you know the life and the future proliferation of the series, and nothing came of that. I, still <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't forgotten. It's Square. a lie. To be fair, and we've. We've also said this many times on TNT. I don't care if Square farts out another version of Chrono Trigger. I'm buying it. I don't care if it runs well or not. I don't care if yep. it has loading before battles. I'll buy it. Even they if know it's it on too. mobile? That's, they, they like come, even if it's on mobile, man, I'll buy it if it's on a calculator. I, I don't mobile. care. On a TI-83? Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah there like you go. Chrono Trigger, the text adventure. Like, fine, <laughs> sure, God. whatever. Oh, man. Do I have to get a Nokia 3300 to play this? Fine. No, N-Gage. N-Gage. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, <they're laughs> releasing an N-Gage version of Chrono Trigger in 2021. I'll still buy it. I don't care, Square. You, and you know uh-huh. it. And I hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I wonder how many people have that same sort of dedication for our next topic. Let's go ahead and bring that up. I know one Balan Wonderworld. It's coming oh, soon. Man. <laughs> and it's not getting delayed despite its issues. However, they have announced that it will receive a day one patch addressing some of the demo concerns, uh, at least as much as they can. And uh yeah, they said that they said there's been a wide range of opinions and responses to the demo. That's one way to put it. And unfortunately, at the current <laughs> stage of development, it simply isn't feasible to reflect every piece of feedback into the game. However, to offer you all a more balanced gameplay experience, we will be implementing a day one patch for the full game. Specifically, this patch will adjust movement controls, camera movement, and rebalancing the difficulty. There's just over a week left until launch now, so I hope you all enjoy the world of Wonder World to your heart's content. Yes, because nothing warms my heart more than a day one patch. Right. I, I love I love this. I like, so review units are definitely not going out for this game. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard of it. I would anything. be surprised if they did. Yeah. I, Man, I I am really curious to to because I played the demo quite a bit. It, it was it was a weird thing where I initially started off just being like, "What what the hell is this? This is awful." And then as I played it more, I was like, "You know, this is not good by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it's not good, but it's so Saturn like, and it, it it just it has such a specific vibe that I really like. And it, it was it's like a game where I truly feel like I don't know what I'm going to see around the corner in terms of just how 
fucking weird it gets. Wait, you, <laughs> you, you were essentially like, you were essentially like, is the is the Bell and Wonder World demo good? No, <laughs> no it's, it's way not. worse. <laughs> right, but there's something fascinating about how weird and specifically Saturn like this game is that I'm curious to see how this day one patch affect you know makes the game feel compared to the demo. I am curious. I'm not gonna lie. So, so you saying that, Ash, and having Elliot here makes me wonder: Is it possible, however extremely unlikely, that Balan Wonderworld is such a train wreck, confusion point of a game that it gets gets a deadly premonition like following around it? That's like you know, it's you know dumb, what? it's weird, but I kind of dig it. <laughs> that's kind of what I, I think. There is a chance that could happen. I, I could see this game getting that kind of weird like cult following where everyone agrees that technically it's a mess but that there's some je ne sais quoi quality to it that makes it just so singular and weird that if you can put up with the jank that maybe it's worth checking out i don't know we'll see it, it might just be crap and and the demo was more than enough to show me everything i needed to see that game but Wait. i don't hate it like like a lot of other people do i i, I don't think it's good but i'm intrigued by it like you bring up with the, like, because of, like, how Saturn-like it is, maybe it can, like, have some kind of following. The thing yeah. is, that can only get it so far, you know? Right, right. Like, if if the game isn't, like, technically sound, and, like, it's just not, it, it doesn't, like, actually make up for saying, like, oh, we're gonna have this day one patch that's gonna fix everything, then at that point, you're just, they're shooting themselves in the foot on this one. Right. Now, I also, to be fair, I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of having played the PS5 demo. I heard that it actually is a truly horrific technical experience on other platforms. PS5 oh, yeah. it runs perfectly fine. So I did not play it on PS5. I did play it on Switch and PS4, mm-hmm. and yeah, Switch version is still worse. <laughs> uh, did yeah. not buy this game on the Switch. It I heard a the bad Switch version choice. was terrible. Like, yeah, so, I didn't play it, but I heard it was awful. Sabrina was playing it on the Switch, and she was telling me how uh, sh- how her experience was. And after she told me, like, it actually made her like like motion sick. I'm like, oh, mm. oh, I don't even want to touch mm. that. Wow, <laughs> I've heard really similarly bad things. Um, as Jared Edinger says, though, you're you're nailing it, Jared. It's ashes the room factor, and indeed, never ever underestimate my capacity to appreciate. And a, a really trash, bad, yeah, like, like a bad movie or a bad game. If it has other redeeming qualities, if it's just bad, like Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li, yeah, it Ooh. sucks. I'm never going to watch that. But The Room has a lot of redeeming qualities because it's so bad that it comes all the way back around to being great. Um, and that's where I could see Balan Wonderland, Wonder World, excuse me, landing. Maybe not. It might not. But I, I'm willing to give it the chance to land there at least. Man. I, I have to go on record as just saying this game is going to blow hard. This game, <laughs> oh, yeah. It probably yeah. is. I, I, I you're played, probably right. I played the demo on PS5 just like you, Ash, and I was like, yeah. what is this hot garbage? Like, this uh-huh. is such a, like, I have no, played bad. Unreal Engine fan demos that, that are more satisfying to play than this. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the the platforming is floaty and bad there's one button that does everything uh when you do find balan it's a weird like qte sequence that mm-hmm. involves him i don't know kicking an orb or something like what the fuck mm. is going on and most you need to do time? it perfect if you want to get all the collectible right. stuff and and i want to yeah. point out the incredible red flags in this statement 
the day one patch will adjust uh-huh. movement <laughs> controls. Uh-huh. Like, you didn't nail that? Creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, you didn't nail <laughs> yeah. that on the first pass? Yeah. And it's so bad that you have to fix it the day the game comes out. You're like, oh, we still haven't figured out how to make them walk right. That's the uh, hardest part of making a game. <laughs> like, I, I yeah. don't understand. The camera? Like, what else was there to yeah. the game? <laughs> like... Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the best course of action for this, and I'm looking through like all of like the uh, replies on this tweet. The best, the best um, uh, thing they could do is just delay the game. Yes, it really like, is because yeah, it must have been out the doors already that they can't do it I, or something. It is weird. Could, I, 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 I hate the stigma of it's released. Oh, we'll fix it later. But that's not good because then you're leaving a really bad first impression. Yeah. Yeah. It I, absolutely should be delayed. No I think question. about, like, when I see a game like this, I think about the comedy of errors that had to occur to get it to this point. Like, you know, we like to think about games as, like, oh, just one person working real hard. But it's a team of people doing their best. And someone saw Balan Wonderworld at Square and was like... <laughs> That's it. We got it. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's the thing. Nibel, who reported on this, uh, that's where I reported from, uh, had a follow up, a response tweet to this news story where he's like, "I'm. You cannot convince convince me this isn't like a producer's like scheme." Yeah, to just ship out a like, ter- terrible uh, game uh, uh, is, and this, make more money. Like this is what it says: yeah. Balan Wonderworld's demo left such a negative impression on me that I pray that the game is some kind of high level money laundering scheme. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, it oh, is man. amazing, and you know what? Good on them if they can pull off a producer's type thing. And God, it'd be funny if they actually ended up being like, you know what? New gold standard. This game's amazing and <laughs> it gets just right. as popular as that movie in the in the producers. I mean, like, so, I mean, like, remember yeah. the whole thing surrounding a uh, cooking mama on the Switch? No, oh, yeah, that's oh, right. true. Speaking yeah, of, I mean, oh, good. Oh, no, I was going to say, speaking of, I've already seen Jared Ettinger message as well. I've seen a lot of people excited for what happened on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to be in Matt McMuscle's DMs being like, yo, do I need to get you a uh-huh. copy of this so you can do the video? Because how much, and that, like, how much money to get you to talk about this game? Right. Oh, man. And that's the thing is, like, I, I, am, I am intrigued just to see how much weirder and worse it can possibly get. But I'm not $60 intrigued. So whenever yeah. I do find out, you know, I, I do plan to check this out because I am, again, morbidly curious. I don't think it's going to be good. But there were things – I will say to also there was at least one thing I did like about that demo. There are three levels you play, and the second one had awesome music. I think this soundtrack is going to be great. Oh, the music's going to be That's fun. about the only thing. That's about the only thing that's good. I was going to say, um, that, that's it's gonna be a while. dancing with a farmer. Exactly. <laughs> is it, though? Is, it, is that necessarily a bad thing? In what other game can you dance with a farmer, Steve? I've, I've seen shit on baby <laughs> YouTube that is better than the cutscenes in Balan nice. Wonderworld. Oh, yeah. No. Right. We know, and what's really sad about that is that you can tell that a lot of money went into them. Technically, they look really pretty. Oh, yeah, no, they're just no. They're just so dumb. I mean, like, again, though, I feel like mm. someone at Square just had to be like, do whatever you'd like, Yuji Naka. And he's like, yeah. I have had these ideas that people have been telling me are bad for years. I'm going to use them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I, I, I will be checking this game out, but not not at 60 bucks. It's going to be, I'm going to wait till it goes down. There's no way I would, I would like, you know, fucking them the full amount of money for this game. It's, fucking... gonna, it's, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I'll wait for it to go on sale for like three dollars. Exactly. Then I'll be good. Yeah. 
So, so you're not going to buy it at launch and review it for us, Ash? Thanks. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if they if they want to send us one, sure. I, I'm Sixty gonna, bucks. I have asked once and got no response, and I, I feel like that was probably the right move on their part. Yeah, um, I think so. but I, think I will so. ask again and be like, uh-huh. "Hey guys, I'm really excited for the launch of Bell and Wonder World in six right. days. Are you guys yeah, gonna we got to see this? <laughs> yeah." No, uh, it, it's almost certainly going to be be terrible, but but I am still morbidly curious, um, probably to my own detriment. But uh, you know, sometimes it works out. You get a room, or you get a the room. Sometimes it doesn't, and you get a legend of Chun Li. So we'll see what happens. There you go. That's all we can well, do is just wait. Pretty yeah. much. Although I'm sure Twitter will be a, a a blaze with opinions as soon as this thing comes oh, out. I'm oh, I'm sure. But by uh, people who are braver than I and are willing to spend sixty bucks on it. Mm-hmm. Poor Streamers. Souls. Um, (laughs) (laughs) let's go from our one world to another and going into our next topic here one that's a little bit more uh, inviting because Japan's Super Nintendo World of course has uh, begun to open and uh, people have already discovered a hint at the Donkey Kong expansion part of it as there's a locked door that's very obviously Donkey Kong themed and uh the tweet, the tweet about it also contains some like uh, model details about like what the Donkey Kong section could look like and that that kind of thing. But yeah, uh, it looks like if this is successful, it could just go right into more uh, to Donkey Kong and have uh, more stuff there because it's it's just a straight like here's a door doesn't go anywhere, but here's a door. <laughs> I actually kind of love this because it reminds me of like Banjo Kazooie stop and swap stuff, but in real life, like that there's a door. <laughs> In a game that you just can't open, and you, and I you need don't that know DLC. It. Let me in. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of cool. It's like a real life version of, hey, you're in this theme park. Here's a door that just you can't open. There's no signage. You don't know what it is. Come back, and maybe you'll see what, where it leads. It's kind of cool. I, I, I like that. There's actually a door that's there, but there's no official signage or anything. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Wait, it's. I love. Oh, go ahead, Elliot. It, it, it's kind of like with Donkey Kong. It's very synonymous you know, with, with Mario. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to have a Donkey Kong style attraction? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus a cart ride is made for theme parks. Yeah. Agreed. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just make that space mountain type thing with the, the, the carts and try to simulate them going over the, uh, jumps and whatnot. That'd be amazing. Um, also obviously with somebody with them calling this, the Donkey Kong expansion. You know what people are saying with this one. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah. man. Of course they so, are. There's, yep. there's, <laughs> funky, there, there's funky mode? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we need but funky flights in here. Does this mean that we'll get to fulfill our, our long-held dreams of, of chilling at the theme park to David Wise tunes? Because I figure if they're going to be playing Donkey Kong music, they got to be playing, you know, the best Donkey Kong music. Sticker Brush Stink or Sticker Bush Symphony, uh, Mining Melancholy, all those David Wise, you know, beats. I, I, I hope so. I'm going to laugh if you go in there and it's just a series of girders and ladders and you get to jump over plastic barrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be amazing. That would also, be this is like the easiest like uh, merry-go-round ever. Just put all the Donkey Kong animal buddies on the merry-go-round. Boom, you're done. There you go. <laughs> right. I think or what could be really. Like... What? What no, were right. you gonna say? No, what were you gonna say? Oh, I say, or if it's like Smash, where 
90% of the music is just like 50 different remixes of Jungle Hijinks, and you get like two other songs. (laughs) (laughs) I think we need Dixie and Smash. (laughs) I think what could be really cool for like. Like you, you know how like how like theme parks always have like you know like different like merchandise and such. I mm. think what could be really cool to like make it part of the Donkey Kong like attraction. You get the Mario minis from March of the Minis. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, I I love that. Um, I I saw somebody have an idea. Uh. Oh yeah, I want K- Crank- uh Jenny G. I want Cranky Kong animatronic that mocks you. No, give it like the uh, the Toad uh, Cafe, and you just go into a Cranky's hut, and it's just Cranky like yelling at you, like those uh, those Finding Nemo uh, uh, interactions um, for kids <laughs> in Disney's uh, in, in Epcot, because uh, those those animations can interact with the kids. So you going in there having Cranky mock you. Question your oh. question your skill. That'd be amazing. Nice. What's that, that you got there? Cool. Is that a burger with no cheese? Uh-huh. <laughs> Disgusting. They could do. They could do like a Funky's Flights themed ride too. There's like a, like a minecart ride, Funky's Flights yeah. themed ride. There's so many cool things they could do. I just hope that once they're done with Donkey Kong, I just want the Kirby attraction. I just. I know. I, I'd say Zelda would be next. Zelda has yeah, to be next. Zelda should be next, but I just really want a Kirby. Th- themed attraction i can't help it mm. but you're right zelda should be first uh, I, I, i've lost it by now but somebody else had an idea where you know those little wristwatches that you can do to hold up the things and have that do they said it'd be kind of cool if you could do that with like bombs and have a bombable wall that kind of fell apart and i guess we can oh that would be have, cool oh nice yeah yeah they have they, like a didn't they have why a not just real bombs of throwing a shell or something in in the tour maybe or was it a bomb I think it was a bomb. Um, I forget. Watch that Miyamoto tour again, where he walks <laughs> through the whole thing. Yeah, I know. Ooh, Adam Davis says a Kirby Gourmet race restaurant where you have to run to grab your meal. I love it. Oh no, <laughs> I love it. Oh uh, man, I want to go. Same. Yeah. Me too. I would. I would Me love to go to this, but eh, I'll. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Not like I have a wait. choice. I'm talking yeah. about it like, oh, you know, I'll just do it whenever I feel like. Yeah, like yeah, it's a choice, it's right? Easy. It's yeah, just hop down. It's just yeah, like going to the corner store. The right. world, not but, but hey, as hey. we've been saying, we you know that we could possibly pull off a YouTuber trip once we're all vaccinated and things are open back up. So you never know. One would hope. Granted, me and Sabrina are planning uh, for a Japan trip for our honeymoon. So if nice. if if it happens, there you go. If it happens, we we gotta try to go to that. I'll no, be in yes. a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Derek just pops out. You guys had a lot of useless stuff like clothes in there, but I'm here. Yeah, exactly. We're just buying <laughs> new clothes in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> just open the suitcase. Hey, guys! <laughs> <laughs> he just hops right into his TNT intro. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Alright, well, let's jump over to our last bit of news today. Something smaller, but still kind of cool. And Square Enix has announced that they're releasing the RPG shooter Outriders on Game Pass on day one. And kind of related to Game Pass news, Undertale is coming to the Xbox for the first time as well as part of Game Pass. So, yeah, it's kind of weird to think that Undertale never came to Xbox before this, but yeah, there you go. Undertale on Xbox and uh, Mm -hmm. a third-party game coming to Game Pass day one, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, Game Pass continuing to impress. Game Pass is... it's Game Pass is such a good service. Like, 
it, it really is. Like, fi- mm-hmm. like ten bucks a month or fifteen with Game Pass Ultimate, you get you get Xbox Live with it. Fifteen bucks a month, you get all these games to download. Like as long as they're on Game Pass, it's like oh, that's, that's it's like it's like GameFly essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, basically, it's it's kind of amazing. It's I I don't know how they pull it off, but. It's nice. It's the one thing that makes me like consider an Xbox as a Series <laughs> X or whatever. It's like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, I, I think I the know. wildest thing about all this for me is that I just didn't realize that Undertale wasn't already on Xbox platforms. Yeah, right? I thought by this point it had been released everywhere. But I guess it was already on PC, and Xbox was the only... Yeah, I mean, obviously PC is where it began, but Xbox is the only place that it hadn't landed yet, and I truly had no idea about that. I, I think because, like, I don't think it was intentional for it to be on Xbox, like, anytime soon. I think I think it was more so, like, all right, let's see how it does on the PlayStation and the Switch. And then we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Right. And apparently there's additional content on the Xbox version as well. I don't know if it's anything major, but it's it's there. Yeah, it wow. said, uh, similar to previous console releases, the Xbox version features its own little shrine one might say of exclusive content to look out for so it's probably so. like on the switch version essentially but like instead of a switch mm-hmm. you, you got it on xbox right that'd be this my guess reminds- um, yeah I, i've only ever played the uh neutral path of undertale same uh, yeah. so i've never gone through the like true uh true pacifist or anything like that I assume it's pri- that's probably where it involves. I'm thinking towards the ending was like, is that where it gets exclusive? Uh, weird because I know the PC version does some strange things, and it's like, hmm, I bet that's mm-hmm. related. Oh, Adoodle says the Switch version had a new boss. I don't think I knew that. Oh, yeah, it did really? actually. Oh, cool. I this just reminds me that I only played it on the Neutral Path too, and it's just one of those many things in my backlog. That I, backlog, backlog. Backlog. All right. I have so. I, I really have a huge desire to experience the the true pacifist route for for myself in that game. I know generally the broad strokes of it, but I I really want to experience it for myself. And I've heard such amazing things. Just I just need the time. I would I would say it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I I uh, on my stream uh, one of one of my I, I get can get to the point where people can request me to play any game and uh, they get enough channel points and Undertale True True Path is on there. So eventually I will see the True true, uh, true Pacifist run. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, the the funny thing is to me, like the most iconic song in the game, I believe, is only if you go through to the, uh, what is it? The, um, the bad run. <laughs> like if you do <laughs> no, all genocide. bad things. Genocide run, that's it. Right. So... That's interesting to me. Like that, the most iconic song is only if you're a evil, right? evil person. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, it's like the second most iconic song is is the pacifist route, and the most iconic song though is the one that most people probably aren't going to hear in game, unless they really you know do choose to go through all three ways. I couldn't bring myself to it. Like I know how you do the genocide route, and I know what it involves. After playing through the normal route, I couldn't bring myself to do that. It's it's too sad. It's too messed up. <laughs> Well, I felt bad with the one thing I did fight normally in the game because uh-huh. <laughs> I was trying to do, you know, keep everybody alive and because I was at least aware of that when I first played it. And then um, it's like, well, maybe because I, I didn't fully understand mechanics. So I was like, well, maybe I need to weaken them in that case. And then I got a crit and they, di- they died. I'm like, ah, crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this sucks. It, it'd be uh, like Jared that Ender sometimes. Makes a, 
Mm. Jared Edinger makes a great point, too. It says, yeah, and Sands has a pretty small role in the game unless you do the genocide route, which is, yeah, I mean, Sands is like the face of Undertale, essentially, and he's such a massively important character in the Undertale fan base, but he's not actually in the... He doesn't have that big a role in the game unless you play it through a certain way. So that's, yeah, just interesting. Mm-hmm. So cool for xbox fans and uh yeah. i i don't know much about outriders uh it looks apparently it's a third person shooter rpg it does not uh, look with co-op exciting. yeah all i know about outriders is that, is that square enix is absolutely desperate for people to play it because they have been pushing the game so hard i get I don't emails about it. about it <laughs> oh i get emails about it all the yep. time and I, and, and I think no I ignored it because it's just some small thing. <laughs> well, and I feel kind of bad because no matter how many of them I get, I my interest in playing it or even looking at it does not ever rise even a little bit. I just don't care. Yeah. I, it looks, I, I'm I've, bloody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I saw a clip where somebody was uh, trying to cross like a very small gap and they walked up to it and a cutscene played. And the cutscene was just your character running and doing a very small jump over the gap, and then it went back to gameplay. Oh, I was like, "That's all oh, I no. need to know." Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. That oh, is boy. that is a game I will I'm, not yeah. be downloading. I'm just I mean, looking at screenshots right now, and I just don't care. It just does not look like anything I would enjoy. At least it's on Game Pass. You can check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why Square Enix probably True. did. It's like you know what? True. At least you yeah. can check it out and see if it's actually for me or not. Probably won't right. be based on everything we've seen, but there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Adam Davis with a bit of uh, breaking news. Not not our kind of breaking news, but other breaking news. Production on Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has started today, as in the movie. Very yeah. cool. I, I, just, I just saw that on, on Twitter. Yeah, it, they just started, and I, I am happy. Oh, me too. So mm. so excited. We I know we all <laughs> That'll are. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, oh, apparently, according to All Doodle, 2 million people played the Outriders demo. I didn't even know it got a demo. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know 2 I million know people two million cared. Million yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Square Enix pushing it super hard worked, and, and I'm sure we'll hear about it in the Square Enix presents on on uh, Thursday. Yeah, which we will yep. be reacting to for anyone. Watching, yes, of course. we we definitely yes. will be reacting to that. So yeah, yeah. there's a With Square Enix that, thing happening. The Square Enix presents right now. It seems to be mostly Western stuff, but there might be other things going on there. But they have a, oh, okay uh, their own sort of direct going on on Thursday. Oh, okay, so, gotcha. right. The most exciting fun. thing they for me that they could announce in their you know in terms of their Western output that I don't think is happening is Deus a third Deus Ex game with Adam Jensen like the the end of that trilogy. Uh, I love uh, those yeah. games, but it's not going to happen. Uh, apparently, no, uh, Mankind Divided super underperformed. Just give me Dragon Quest uh, four through six and all Final Fantasy one Final Fantasy one through six on Switch. I'll be very happy. Right, right. <laughs> that's yep. all I need. They're all old games. Just do it. Just (laughs) oh boy, but uh, yeah. With that, I believe we've covered all the major headlines from today's news. But before we sign off, Elliot, where can everyone find you at? Uh, If you want to find me on the internet, you can find me on Creepy Elliot on YouTube and on Twitter. And if you want to see me live stream with Sabrina, uh, we are on Twitch. Uh, uh, We are called Bound by Games. That is Bound underscore by underscore Games. Very cool. And awesome. I believe you're also started getting into a bit of voice acting as well, correct? Yes, actually. Uh, a few months ago, I signed my first NDA, and that's Ooh. that's going off pretty nice. well. So, 
Yeah, I'm nice. excited. <laughs> That's awesome. That is really cool to see you make that that kind of progress. It's it's yeah. been great to have you on. It's been a lot of fun. This yeah. was. I I had a really good time tonight. Mm-hmm. He cared about it so much, he, he delayed his own stream. That's, yep. that's, that's true dedication. <laughs> Wait, listen. <laughs> listen, there was opportunity for this. I am not missing that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, we also have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons, big and small. You're all wonderful. But a little special extra thank you to our uh, everyone at the producer tier for helping to make this show happen. We really couldn't do it without you. And in addition, a massive, massive thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And the, those fine folks include Jared Ettinger, Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Dan Entwistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Floating Mew, Echo Carroll, Christopher, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Nick Waterman, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, Macalau, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Shadow the Cat, Elysia, Azran127, Ken Roulet09, Jake Poka, Geller, Shiny Turkey, Joseph Reckon, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Charles Zaz, Douglas Chomics, Andrew Medeiros, RMM, Phantom 23, Scott Barber, Patrick Harrison, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzy Wigoid, uh, Loyal Dingo, Flaming Highwayman, Sean Garrett, The Legend of Bruce, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, West Egg, Master Lynx, Sean Davis, Deanith, Jackson Jordan, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Ashish Joshi, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Hoobie, Wolf X Blake and Moon Macarons, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, Rosa Bowling. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Dark Umi 87 who I saw was in the chat today. Welcome, welcome. Uh, the Flying Tacos, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Chip Damage Mike, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, and our newest executive producer, Wheezy Penguin. Thank you all, all so Woo! much for supporting us. It is truly amazing. You guys are wonderful, each and every one of you. We really couldn't do it without you, and it really does mean the world. But remember that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can watch today's news tonight for as little of live, excuse me, for as little as $5 a month. Thank you all so much for watching. And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. So until next time, good night, good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.